Let's say you're getting ready to leave downtown during rush hour, and you know traffic is going to be a nightmare. What navigation app do you turn to? More than 50 million people worldwide look to ways to bail them out of tricky driving situations. This week on Generation App, we'll weigh the pros and cons of this crowdsourced navigation app. From GeekWire.com, this is Generation App, the show where millennials school tech dinosaurs on the apps and services we love. We've got GeekWire co-founders Todd Bishop and John Cook here, as well as GeekWire reporter James Risley. I'm your host, Monica Nicholsberg, and today we're talking about the navigation app Waze. Waze. So I've used this once in the past, and I've never used it again. John, you've never used it, it sounds like. I think I used it a while back, but yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan. James? And- I use it every single day, so (laughs) I am a pro user for sure. Okay. Even on routes that you know? Yeah, even on routes that I know, yeah. It's it's helpful for even the most familiar locations. Well, for those who don't know, here's how Waze works. Anytime a driver, or Wazer if you want to use the app's vernacular, uses Waze, they're passively contributing data on road conditions and traffic, that kind of thing. The app then uses that data to find the quickest routes and shortcuts, sometimes off the beaten path. Wazers can also share information on road incidents and police with the app and communicate with other nearby drivers. So Waze was developed in Israel and purchased by Google in 2013 for over a billion dollars. Whoa, big cash. Yeah, it was (laughs) the biggest acquisition that the Israeli startup scene has ever seen. Okay, I guess that's a high bar. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So before we jump in, we're going to hear some outside voices. We chatted with millennials to get their perspective on Waze and other navigation apps. that um, really kind of tailors it to you personally. You can enter in uh, your home recent destinations and make it um, a part of your easy accessible destinations. And basically it'll give you the fastest route to wherever you're wanting to go. So it takes you through some weird spots, but I find it a lot more efficient. When you're dealing with the traffic here around rush hour, it's extremely useful. It sounds really cool. I just feel that I don't know. I, I don't think I would use it because I wouldn't want to be using my phone while I'm driving. I don't pay attention too much to the social features. You know, I think you get points and they, they do some rewards for contributing information. Uh, I don't know how people do that when they're trying to avoid traffic, but, you know, say, oh, there's a cop here. Uh, those things can be pretty useful, but I pretty much only use it in specific moments where I know traffic's going to be crazy and I want to get around and try to beat the traffic some type of way. My mom has been trying to get me to use it for probably a year now. It is way better than Google Maps, she says, but I just out of habit always use the pre-programmed, the Apple Maps, but she always pushes me to use Waze because she thinks it's way faster and thinks it's way better than anything that Apple has. Um, Since moving to my new home, I used it a lot, uh, trying to find my way to different areas. Um, But now that I'm getting more familiar with the area, I don't use it as frequently. And now that I take the bus more, especially, I don't really need it as much. Um, home screen seemed a little confusing to me, so I just use what I'm used to. I live right on Mercer, which is kind of uh, miserable. Actually, every day at 5 o'clock it's miserable, and so that's actually really helped to, uh, if I need directions to get here to Fremont, to go through Queen Anne, uh, or if I'm going down into Belltown just to go around through the side streets. was Kendall Fighter, Connor Kaysen, Anna de Blasi, and Claire McGrain sharing some mixed reviews about Waze. Now I want to kick it over to our guests. James, I know you have a lot of thoughts on Waze. What's your experience been like? 
So uh, I'm new to Seattle relatively a year and a half or so, and Waze really helps me. I'm used to Chicago where everything's nice and flat and on a grid. Here there's roads twisting and turning. There's hills in the way, stuff like that. So it's really helped me just as a basic navigation app. But then Seattle traffic is a whole nother issue. So every morning I plug in the route to my girlfriend's office and then to uh, GeekWire's offices here because I drop her off, and it will route me different ways every day depending on what the traffic conditions are like. If 5 has got an accident, it'll route me through the International District. If the International District's backed up, I'll take 4th through Soto. So it's a really good way of not having to check anything out before I head out for the day. Just plug in the, the route, and it finds the best way to get there. Now, has it ever taken you on a path you really felt like was a mistake? Yeah, I'm smarter than Waze. There's definitely times where, <laughs> so I don't know. Well, wait, wait. If you're smarter than the app, then what use is the app? I well, mean. the app, the app is a as a, a rough guide. But I don't know if you've heard of the Waze Left. I think it is. So it sometimes Waze will lead you places where the left turn is just impossible. Like there's one right uh, at Safeco Field where it wants me to take a left and then a quick right, but the traffic is backed up like so far. So I know never. Never take that one back street that it tells me to take. Uh, well, I shouldn't it, it intelligently determine that that's a bad, well, bad because of all the reporting through the other vehicles, right? That it yeah, should know by now. I not think to that direct the you thing that is, is that the way the smart ways people who have taken that route before know not to take it, so it thinks that no one's on this route, and then it <laughs> sends someone. It says, "Hey, no one's on this street. Why don't you try this instead?" And uh, it's a flaw in the system. Yeah, there's definitely some flaws, but I do think it's uh, it's still good for the general idea of getting where you're going the fastest way possible. Now, John, it's, you don't use Waze at all. Do you use another navigation app? No. No? You just End know? End of story. Just, <laughs> you just I'm trying that. to get out of my... Not, I'm trying to not use my car as much. So is there an app for that? For not using your car? Yeah. Well, there are navigation maybe, maybe apps like for walking. Maybe like a walking app? Yeah. Know, help me walk better, you know. Google Maps has that. Yeah, there's, uh, you know, the, a lot of the services that tell you how far a distance is to walk somewhere. But now, I, I don't think this is that necessary. I guess if I have to go someplace new, I've lived in Seattle almost 20 years, so I can get around and have my own little tricks. I don't need a well, we know AI you have, system telling me how to do it. We know you have the map of Seattle memorized since you've been here for so long, but can you ever even conceive of a situation where, like, you wouldn't know where you're going? And yeah, then I what can. do you do? Yeah, I can. <laughs> and sometimes I do plug into, like, like, Google Maps. So you do use Google Maps Occasionally, sometimes. yeah, but I actually find it quite annoying. Well, here's the problem, though, and not to uh, this. Oh, here we, we go. can't have here a, we go. A, a, a navigation <laughs> app that we're featuring without talking about your car. Here's where this would change. I, it, for of you. course, it has a built-in navigation system in uh, my 25-year-old Honda. Right. So, John, for people who don't follow this recurring theme on all of our shows, apparently has a what year Honda? 92. 92-year-old Honda. So the beauty of having a modern car is that it has Bluetooth integration. So even if you don't have oh. built-in <laughs> really? telematics, you can Bluetooth. It'll, have you heard of it? Yeah. <laughs> it'll connect to your phone. And th that actually would make and something like navigation more useful if you could play it through your car speakers. Wow. Oh, stop that. And do they have CD players now? <laughs> because I saw my cassette tape. <laughs> <laughs> but my problem with Waze, as I mentioned at the beginning, I used it a couple times. I, I like really got into it. I got to the point where I even bought one of those special mounting accessories for my dash just because I had started using Waze. I found it really distracting. It, at least at the time, still required some pretty extensive interaction 
from the driver to press a button to say, hey, report something that you saw on the road, report an accident or report a traffic jam. I didn't feel like it was automated enough. I felt like for me as the driver, I was still way too distracted. That was my issue. Now, can I ask when it was that you were using it? It was probably three years ago. Have things changed significantly since then? They have. Um, I think a lot of people felt the same way that you did. And in October of 2015, they basically redid their whole interface to make it it now mimics Google Maps a little bit more. It's a little more user-friendly and less distracting. And that was for iOS in February. So just last month, they um, updated the Android interface as well. And now the two match. As a pro user or the most pro user in the room, <laughs> I actually don't really report that often because, like you said, it can be really distracting. You know, you you swipe now with this new interface. You make one swipe in a certain direction, left or up, basically. Um, and those that like starts you off on the path, and then you've got to hit two more buttons before you can really report something. So that's three button presses. And if you're in the highway, like stop and go traffic, you you don't want to be waiting around trying to push buttons and yeah. stuff. Is this an app that's really popular with younger generations? I mean, I know we've talked about things like Snapchat and Venmo, which are clearly heavily used by people in their twenties. Does Waze fit that same yeah, model? I thought, I thought the younger generation was getting rid of their cars and just going to the whole ride-sharing Uber, Uber, Lyft model. Yeah. I have seen a lot of Uber drivers using Waze, actually. So, I mean, maybe the few remaining millennial drivers that are driving for Uber are the, uh, the real Yeah, but why users. do you guys even own cars? Uh, just to get to my job. Work oh, really? Because yeah. of that? <laughs> I, uh, I use Waze, but I don't say, think that it is the same as like a Venmo or a Snapchat where it is really clearly divided along these generational lines. I think that most people in their 20s have probably heard of Waze from their dad or their friend's dad. Who's oh, like, really? This is the coolest new app and you've got to get it. That's how I heard about it anyway. Um, but I think, it's a, I think it's useful despite the fact that it does have some problems. Now I kind of want to turn to some of the controversies surrounding Waze. Do you guys, have you guys heard anything about that? No. Let's hear it. I love controversies. <laughs> there are quite a few, actually. So some people, like Todd, think that it's just too distracting and it's unsafe. That's the most common one. There was an article that quoted some L.A. residents who blame Waze for directing tons of traffic down their previously quiet streets because oh, L.A. has such bad traffic. Uh, Waze tries to take you on all these routes through neighborhood streets and... Apparently, it got so bad in this one neighborhood that the residents were actually reporting fake accidents to prevent oh, ways from sending people down their street. I have I have gone over like up over the hill in Queen Anne through some really really quiet streets, and it's gotten me. I, I you know I go downtown to pick up my girlfriend, and it will get me there like ten minutes faster if it's really backed up on on Westlake or ninety nine here. So that's the sort of the notorious Queen Anne shortcut, and yeah, that's questionable. It's questionable. And, and, and you really are going straight through a very residential area yeah, there. I definitely feel a little guilty about it. And now just, uh, like I said, like I decide. I decide I'm smarter than Waze or at least a little more morally upset about the, the prospect to uh, take it through Queen Anne there. See, I wish I could use Waze the way that you do, but I am like 100% dependent on navigation. I feel like I would get lost in our I've office. ridden with you. Yes, I can, I can imagine that. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you've, you've ridden with her? With and, Monica, yeah, I think. Uh, and she needs she, this. She, she needs an assistant. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I'll yeah. be the first to admit it. I really, I can't fly solo at all. And I can't make decisions without it. Like I would never do what you do and say like, you know what? This isn't the best route. I'm like, I have no idea. I just trust the technology. Yeah. <laughs> and it has led me to some kind of crazy places. 
But going back a little bit to some of the other controversies surrounding Waze, another one was very recently in Israel where Waze was developed. There were some soldiers using the app and it led them into a Palestinian refugee camp and that ended in a violent confrontation. Now, to be fair, Waze has a safety feature that they had disabled that prevents you from driving into war zones. But these soldiers had it turned off. And then the other thing that's taken a little bit of heat is police officers really do not like this feature where you can report that there are there's a nearby police officer. They say it endangers their lives by giving people details on their location, and they have directly asked Waze to remove that feature. Oh, interesting. And what was Waze's response? Their response is that reporting on where police are is nothing new. You know, if before Waze, it was either over radar the radio or radar. radar detector. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and po- the police force kind of came back to that and said, Yes, it's not new, but it has never happened at this scale before. Right. And also with this level of accuracy with a radar detector. I don't know if you remember those things, but they were ridiculously uh, vague in terms of where the police actually yeah, were. Set and, off by every shopping yeah, center right. that you exactly. would buy, go by. Yeah. Whereas to this be, is actually showing it on a map. To be fair, it's not, I, it's not. I frequently go past places where it says that there's a cop there and isn't there. And actually, I think after that story came out, we, we heard from some cops who were just reporting that they were in locations, but oh, they really weren't. So oh, wicked. I, like, actually, I think of all the reports that you see, there's like there's traffic jam reports, there's things in the road, pothole reports like that. The cop reports are the least reliable reports. Yeah, there, I've had the same experience where it says that there's a police officer two blocks up and there almost never is. That's quite a novel scheme by the cops <laughs> to sort of populate, populate ways all this, all, with all these false I just, reports. I just installed the app and I reported there was a police officer nearby the GeekWire offices and I earned six points. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the problem with crowdsourcing your information exactly. is there's no accountability. <laughs> and I got my first report, so bonus candy ahead. Now, there should be <laughs> – what? And that's what it says, bonus yeah, candy I don't ahead. I mean, the bonus it's features. a weird reward system. Yeah, it there's seems some... to be, yeah. Initial reaction just installing it like it's very hard like how do I want to put in an address to see the traffic around here it's not that intuitive of a app you know I I find it kind of hard to find what's going on around me here really I find it pretty intuitive even more so than Google Maps now, is there a I lot don't. of sharing of technology or information data between Google Maps and Waze since the acquisition? There is. One of the big draws for Google is that you have you, they can now tap into this huge network of people providing real-time information. So they their maps is informed by the traffic data from Waze, but I think that's as far as it goes. Yeah, I I think that I like I said I use Waze. I don't really use Google Maps, but occasionally I have loaded it up, and it seems like. Uh, some of those reports, the traffic and stuff ahead, traffic ahead reports are like the, your normal route is crowded. Yeah. Reports, I think, are coming from Waze. Okay. Now, James, do you ever use Waze's special features like um, texting your ETA automatically to a friend or finding the cheapest gas on your route, that kind of thing? I haven't used the gas thing, but the the texting or my route to my friends is is basically one of the biggest reasons I use it every day because I go pick up my girlfriend she works downtown, and there's usually not parking around there, so she gets an ETA sent to her when I leave, and then two minutes before I leave, she walks downstairs, stands out front, and I pull up, and she can even watch me on the map you know, as I pull up. So if it's raining, she can stand under the awning and stuff like that. So it's a very uh, – makes the pickup process nice and smooth downtown. Just like the Uber. <laughs> yeah. You are, you are a personal I'm, Uber. <laughs> I just learned I'm unable to update – uh, gas prices on the app because according to Waze says sorry but you're still a baby Wazer yeah. and can't update update gas prices just yet to reach Waze grown up level drive a hundred miles. 
You have to level up. You earn points. Okay. I wish I could participate with this app, but I'm not 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 allowed. Well, that's how they get you. You have to keep using it. All right. We'll see. <laughs> I want to talk about actually my least favorite feature of Waze, which is the ads. And this is, I think, it, it really annoys me. I understand that they're a business, and this is how they make money. Avenue North Seattle. Turn left on First Avenue Northwest. All right, there we go. I'm so and for those who are listening, that out. was John's first foray into Waze. <laughs> He's not really so going anywhere. I love anywhere. it now. <laughs> so there's a bunch of ads? There are ads. They only pop up during, when you're stopped at a stoplight. But it is kind of distracting. I mean, it's – and they have them to very specifically targeted. They can target them based on – you know, your location, the weather conditions, like say it's pouring rain and they ad for Starbucks hot coffee pops right up. Um, I've had actually ads for wiper blades pop up while it's raining, which is a creepy kind of ad to have. <laughs> they're very uh, smart about their ads is, I guess, one way to describe it. But so recently I was using Waze uh, on my way to work and this ad popped up that said, you know, there's a Taco Bell less than a half a mile away from you. Get a breakfast quesalupa. And, <laughs> and you went, of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. No. no, I would never. And I was just sitting there thinking, like, do people actually do this? And that leads me to a new segment that I want to try out with you guys, which is called Would You Ever? And so would you ever change your route because of a targeted ad? Sure. If it's I can off, off, offering enough of a discount. Yeah. Or yes, absolutely. I can envision. Frankly, this sounds like the best feature of the whole thing to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can envision. Gosh, I, I don't know. Keep in mind that we've got the dynamic of somebody in the back seat who's five, six years old and uh, much more uh, inclined to do something on the spur of the moment like this. Like it would be smart if they targeted and said, for me, five miles away, you can get a, a Barbie set for uh, $2 or something. I mean, that would be instantaneous rerouting. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it would be really smart if they could figure out, like, he's driving to a child care center. Yes. Let's hit the kid. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm sure yeah. there's a way they could figure out I'm exactly sure who's is. in the car. They're yeah. probably already working on it. Yeah. So you, you're, yeah, I yeah. Think I'm fine with that. Yeah. As long as it's not too intrusive. But not a chalupa, probably not. I don't want the chalupa, no. I've never clicked on a rerouting ad, but I have clicked on the ads where you can change the voice. Like I think the current one, you can change the voice to Morgan Freeman because there's some movie he's in. And so you can have like movie characters. I think even like C-3PO was, I think actually... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I remember we we wrote about that. Yeah, was the voice of your navigation system. So those those kind of well, that makes me want to do it. I've ever clicked on through ways. (laughs) Would you? Would you ever? No, I wouldn't. And I feel like I feel very against it. I know that I I thought when I was selling it to you guys, you'd be like, "That's horrible." I'm never downloading ways, but apparently we run an ad based business here. I know. Of course, we love ads. I feel like they're using my information for evil. Like I'm volunteering a little bit of my privacy and saying, you know, like, you can use where I'm going and what my experience in the car is in order to fuel your app. Well, then but you then, shouldn't use it, Waze. Yeah, it, what's the old yeah. saying? If, if you're not paying for it, then you're the product. Uh, James, I know that you have a story about Waze almost saving your life, something like that? Yeah, so I was uh, driving back from Canada, dark Sunday night. Headlights were on and everything, but otherwise completely dark road. And I see on Waze, up pops a notification saying object in the road which is about as specific as it gets and so i slow down and my girlfriend i didn't really tell my girlfriend we were listening to a podcast it was an elk like looked at me (laughs) and all of a sudden there's a tire just a lone tire in the middle lane rolling the same direction there was no car stopped anywhere ahead but that tire was there and if i had hit it it was rolling so it was straight up if i had hit it with my little honda civic 
I don't know what would so have happened. So somebody had reported that? Good. Yeah, somebody reported it wow. ahead. And it was still rolling. And it was still rolling. So it, Whoa. I mean, it, that's pretty amazing. Must have been pretty recent. So there's, because it's, sometimes it's confusing whether or not it's the new. report is a recent report or if it's like two hours old. But that one actually was must have been recent, and I slowed down and pulled over to the or, or else know, somebody had right hit lane. it. You know, somebody yeah. hit it and caused it to go rolling. Yeah, you know. Wow. Well, that actually raises the bigger issue here, and that is that the ultimate end game for all of this stuff and ways is just a step along the the, the road to, to to this future is to take the humans out of the equation entirely. Obviously, it would have been much easier if your car had just gotten that notification and automatically slowed down in, oh, in yeah. its self-driving mode. Yeah. Yeah, the Tesla. The exactly, right. exactly. If you think about Google, yeah, Google has Google. self-driving cars. That's, so. that's true. Yeah, yeah that's, this is all just we're seeing the the early stages of of our actual futures. I think that's a great note to end on. That's all the time that we have today, and I want to thank our guests for being here. Pod Bishop. That's great to be here. John. Thanks for having me. James. Great being on the show. If you like our show, you can go to geekwire.com slash generation app to hear more, and be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. And tune in next week to hear all about how different generations use Craigslist.